following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. Here we are on a Monday. Hello, everybody. Monday morning, new time here Mm -hmm. uh, for the rest of the non-football season. Here on the Players' Lounge, we have two former players, two former Dallas Cowboys safeties, Barry Church over here, Danny McCray over yes, here. Sir, I'm merely, I am merely Newey Scruggs. It's still football season, who, so we just ain't enough. But yeah. yeah. At least we got an early slot. We got early slot time, man. 10 o'clock. We yeah. It's still the football okay. season. We just ain't a part of it. We just ain't a part of it. Since there's no Cowboys season to talk about on a daily basis, we are now going weekly, and Mondays, 10 a.m., is is our time slot. Lots to get into. Jerry Jones had a bunch of comments. We'll dive into that later on because mm. Jerry's unhappy and he mm. voiced it on he Friday. Be. Be. Being being unhappy is one thing, doing something another. We'll get into that. Mm. He shouldn't have been happy watching the San Francisco 49er game because I'm sorry, guys. Watching the Niners play and beat the Packers, all I could say to myself was, dude. This team's playing because the Cowboys simply didn't do their job, didn't do their part. <laughs> With all due respect to the Niners, man, they earned it, okay? Yeah. Kyle Shanahan is a good football coach. D'Amico Ryans is an elite defensive coordinator. And somebody needs to be given that man a job. And the special teams coach for the 49ers, mm. that guy is a boss, mm-hmm. okay? There better have been a game ball for that man, okay? Better have been a game ball for that man because – that won the game. Both of them. Both of them. We get the block. Because if you look at it early in the game, I think it was before halftime, you know, Jimmy Ward, the safety, gives up a huge bomb to, to Jones down the sidelines. He makes the tackle. And then they hold him to a field goal. And you think, all right, if they get this field goal, it's going to be 13 to what? Was it 13-10 at the time or 13-7? 13-7. All right, they're going to have some. And they get the ball at half. Special teams comes through with an immaculate block. An immaculate, huge block. Fast forward a little bit later. I'm sure we'll dive into the intricacies yeah. a little bit, but I'm gonna fast forward a little bit to the to the last little the, the block punt by number 94. This is why you gotta have a long snapper with at least some bricks in his pocket. LP wouldn't <laughs> let that happen. Our LP would He ran straight through this, and it was like there was no resistance. My man just walked him right back, put his glove up there, made a hell of a block punt, hell of a block punt. Recovered by the rookie, changed the whole game. Special teams came down this whole weekend. Special teams Holy. really changed the entire game in special teams. It's crazy. Listen, and you know I love it. I love <laughs> it. I love it. I, dudes out there blocking field goals and punts, special teams is a part of the game, right? Mm-hmm. You have to make sure you put the correct resources to your special teams players so you can get into those situations and win games. Look at the Cincinnati game. They draft a kicker. Mm, money McPherson. <laughs> Man, like this this is when you know like this is this is an important part of the game. It's not just something that we can just go pick up off the off the street and say he's gonna make a couple fours. You have to get a guy who is ready to make those type of kicks. Mm-hmm. You have to get guys who are block specialists, right? Gerald Sensorball was here. He blocked 13 or 14 in North Carolina. He is a block specialist. Mm-hmm. You have to have those guys on your squad if you want to make plays like that. And it was amazing to watch. Amazing to watch. And and shout out to the Cowboys. We did have a, a couple block puns yeah, and one foot touchdown yeah. this year. But the games were just just straight up amazing. Don't fool yourself into thinking that the Cowboys would have went out there and did the same thing to Green Bay. All right. Nah. Well, no, they wouldn't have played Green Bay. They'd had to go to Tampa. They'd we, had, but just the, the fact that the Niners were playing was the thing I kept coming. Yeah. They're playing. And I'm trying to be kind here. <laughs> really, really, I am. I'm trying to be kind here. Um, Aaron Rodgers and company, you talk about having another playoff game and whatever. You don't want to go to Green Bay and what? Man, this is two years in a row. We've seen teams from Sunshine States roll up into Green Bay and snatch a victory from these guys. Mm. Just snatch a victory. And what travels? Defense <laughs> and the run game. and the run game and you know what hurt uh, Green Bay AJ Dillon AJ Dillon goes out there mm. and the first drive he lets them know listen I'm gonna punish y'all and then he gets like a chest injury or something then everything changes if you cannot run the ball you're going to get in trouble against teams like 
San Francisco. Who can run the ball? Yeah. Who can play defense? I seen Big Trent Williams in motion coming around the edge. <laughs> the boy's athletic, ain't I mean, you talk, I'm just saying, you talk about being being creative in the run game. This is what yeah. we talk about for the Cowboys. Be creative in the run game. You put your offensive lineman at fullback. Man, hey, take a page out of Shanahan book, all right? Make sure next year, if you having the same type of issues that you had this season, I want to see, you know, McGovern, whoever it is, on the, come, come in motion. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you the difference in all these games. Right. Now, and it boiled down to this one factor. And I wish we we had this factor when we played the 49ers. But it came down to the trenches. That's all this thing came down to. Look at that San Francisco game. Aaron Rodgers was getting pummeled the entire game. He was missing Bakhtiari. I think they missed their other um, right tackle as well. And then you look at what was the other game? Cincinnati. I don't know how they pulled that nine one out. Nine sacks. Nine sacks? The offensive line gave up nine sacks, and he still was able to pull it out. And then you look at the game uh, last night between the Bills and, um, and, and Kansas City. Those two running quarterbacks, they were getting pressure, but they were able to make plays even though they were getting pressure. So to me, this came down to the trenches. And offensive line, I mean, it's it's a premium. But we talk, It's a premium. We, 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 we spoke about that right here on the Players' Lounge. Yeah. Before that San Francisco Cowboy game, the Cowboys going to have to win in the trenches. And they didn't. They, they didn't win there. And I'm going to take this from y'all because, I listen, I feel you. I understand. The bigger difference in what we saw from us and what we saw this weekend – was quarterbacks making big-time throws in big-time situations. And almost every single one of those games that we watched this weekend, there was a big-time throw in a pressure situation Mm -hmm. from the quarterback of that team. No matter if you got Joe Burrow getting sacked nine times, no matter if you got Jimmy G making the throw to uh, Kittle uh, when he has to make a one-hand catch over the top, there is consistently a quarterback coming out and making a big time play when 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 his team yeah. needs it. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not. I'm no shots at Dak. I'm just saying when we needed that type of stuff to happen, it wasn't happening. And you watch as you get further into the playoffs, these quarterbacks that are playing, they are out here making those types of plays. I mean, look at L. A. Look at L. A. And, and Tampa Bay. It came. I mean, we we ah for sure. I'm on mass staff for every single. Oh, he ain't like that. He ain't big time situation. He buckles all that other stuff. And look what happened. Zero pressure. The man threw a dime to Cooper Cup. Something that Jimmy G couldn't do when they were in the Super Bowl. He had an opportunity. So you're right. I think it comes down to offensive linemen and elite quarterback play. It comes out of both. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it comes true. out of both. Yeah, yeah. But, but, you know, you, you piggyback on something that, in my in my this is just indisputable. You know, we just know to get this far, you need, you got to have a difference maker. Your quarterback has to be mm-hmm. the difference maker. And we saw it. But at the same time, too, we saw Josh Allen doing all, doing mm. his part, and a coaching mistake, in my opinion, is what cost them. And that goes back to Sean McDermott, who's not getting the heat that I believe he should. You should have kicked the ball off and made Kansas City bring it out and burn some clock. When you get the touchback, that means they burn no time off the clock. Yeah, I mean, you, you needed to, you needed to make them run some of the clock. Oh, they, they made multiple mistakes on that drive. We talked yeah, about it before yeah. we got on the show. This team got three timeouts. You out there guarding the sideline. Like, they can stop the clock three times. So you can't just let them run up the middle of the field because it's not going to take that extra time off the clock as, as we've seen with Dallas. They can just time out right. and get another shot who, out there. Who, who's their D.C.? Le- Leslie Frazier? Leslie Frazier. He needs to get Buffalo. some heat. Yeah, Because right, this absolutely. was supposed to be the number one defense coming into this game. You can't you can't allow 42 points your, like that. Your head coach and your your defensive coordinator, you know, their, their defensive guy. Now, look, and this is, by the way, you're right, but this is what happens. You got two quarterbacks who are slinging it, and yeah. when your quarterbacks are out here slinging it, and still, your quarterback for Buffalo, your quarterback did his job. Oh, without a doubt, did his job. Without a doubt, you were in position. I thought they were about to win the game. Thirteen seconds, but he. Well, we're gonna do a touchback. Like what? Mm. What? 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 Mm. Well, but no, make it make sense. Yeah. You're, this is guy. I've said this before. Your head coach can't be the reason you lost the game. The head coach of the Bills. Lost that football game because on something we talk about special teams matter. This was a special teams play, Danny, that cost your team. But the commentators are saying you're gonna squib it, right? And even if they did, if they did squib it, whatever. Let's just say they took off some time. How do you defensively let up two forty four yards in thirteen seconds? That, just make a tackle. It's a, okay. Ten seconds. I mean, like, what are we doing? It's a different. It's a different mindset. If you get the squib kick, they have to run it back, and then just what you're doing. Versus, all right, we got the ball 25, and, and we got our time. And that's a anyway. This is when they what do you call self scout? What you guys yeah. do after after the season? Mm-hmm. The self scout on this is going to be very interesting because who gets to the head coach to let him know this is what needs to happen? 
It's got to be the special teams coach. Is the special teams coach? How does that the, work? The special teams coach is, is, is the one who should be calling that play. Yes. Like the head coach really shouldn't even have any say in it. Okay. You either call it kick left, kick right, or squib kick. Hey, coach, why are you squibbing it? We got to run some time off the clock. It's, mm-hmm. it's simply at that. And then your defensive coordinator, you, you know what's going on with the players at that point. If you're calling a play where they're guarding the sideline, your players in their mind are saying, all we got to do is make the tackle. Like, like it's in their mind already versus, nah, we got to play actual defense. So you can team. see why they're not making – like, why they not hurry up and trying to make the tackle because in their mind they just like, all we got to do is stop them from getting out of bounds. Like, yeah. so you got guys out there who don't know how many timeouts they got because of the play call that, that, that you have on defense. And you could see it. It was lackadaisical. Like, they, were, they were playing <laughs> sideline. They were was, playing what we call – what was it called uh, back when we played? It was uh, – Sideline, side I think it was a like sideline, and you have a guy, you know, five yard or at the five yard mark, fifteen yard mark, and I think thirty yard mark, and they're all perimetering the sidelines. But like you said, they had two or three timeouts at the time. So why are you trying to defend the sideline when they can stop the clock and get a lot of yards up the middle? Exactly what they did. It to me, it's just remarkable that you, their best two players, Kill and Kelsey. How do you not have somebody on those? Two? Those are the best two players on that team. And what happened? Hill catches the, long, the big chunk play in the middle, gains probably about extra 20 yards after the catch, and then you give Kelsey arguably the best tight end in the National Football League. You give him a free release. You don't even put hands on him. A free release, middle of the field, he kicks it for another 20 yards. They're in field goal range. Mistakes for me. It's just it's, it's, it's mind-blowing. It's, it's funny mind-blowing. how the other teams can get those players the ball. Ain't that something, mm. man? Kelsey get the ball. Kittle get the ball. I mean, he'll, 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 he'll get the ball. Get the ball. Yeah. Cooper Cup get the Speaking ball. Speaking of, I would like to see Jamar Chase and Tyreek Hill race because – those two dudes have a different type. They have a different – when they catch the ball, it's like everybody else is running in space, yeah. and running in place. I'm just like, are you serious? I had <laughs> no idea Chase had the gas. Like, I know he was fast. For no, se- no, no, I had no, no, no. idea. This dude got gas. I mean, I, for me, and you already know it because you're LSU guy. As good as Jefferson was his rookie year and the way he was balling, I was like, yeah, he was like the number two dude. <laughs> he wasn't. Yeah, he was. He like, was a guy, but he wasn't the guy. And it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't even close. It was yeah. like, yo, you number two. You're good. You're really, really good. But, but that's the dude. Yeah, he is. He's Chase, the dude. That, that was the kind of thing. But I'm like, yeah, man, this guy's ball. He's good. And then I'll also say this and raise my hand here. I was adamant that Cincinnati should have taken Penesul, the left tackle. I was wrong. That dude's I, and it wasn't against Chase. It was that your offensive line isn't good. But, but that's hindsight. He still got sacked nine times. So you, yeah, you still could have been right. Like, um, Jamar Chase is a crazy talent, but you're still watching your franchise quarterback get, get sacked nine times. So you're right pummeled. until all of a sudden Joe Burrow get hurt, and then you're wrong. Th- yeah. This is, to me, that's the number one priority in the offseason. you got to. You've got to do everything you can. All your resources need to be spent towards protecting Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it last year. They decided to go with the receiver. And, and okay, it, you got it great. Oh, yes. You got Chase. He's fantastic. Pro Bowl guy, now go protect him. Imagine what they could do. I mean, next year they should be a, a much better football team. Now they have a first place schedule, but my goodness gracious, they should go out there and get it done. And I didn't think I did not think Cincinnati would win it. They win it in nineteen sixty. I had no. I didn't think they was gonna win it either. Uh, you did. There's one did. guy on this show you that did. picked Cincinnati. You, you picked it. And I thought for sure it was over. I, I've never been a Ryan Tannehill believer, but I also didn't believe he'd go ahead and throw three picks. And you couldn't have told me that on a day where Tennessee ran the ball for two, uh, 20, 27 times, 140 yards, and a touchdown, that they would lose at home. And they did. But if your quarterback's going to get a ball away and go give the other team an opportunity, you're going to get beat. First snap of the game. Mm. Turn <laughs> give me those. First <laughs> snap. So let me ask y'all this question then. I mean, we've seen a lot of elite quarterback play this, this round. A lot of it. Everybody sure. either overcoming sacks or they're making big-time throws to win games. Do we still think Dak is in that conversation top five. for an elite quarterback? Based off what I've seen this season and in the playoffs, if you're talking top five guys, nah. Nah, not in Because I watched Mahomes and Josh Allen look like number one and two. I've seen Stafford go out there and do what he needs to do. you seen Tom Brady. You're already sitting at four. Now you you Joe have Burrow. you have to throw Joe Burrow in there. <laughs> Overcoming. Like, so nah, no 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 no. And the AFC is like the quarterbacks over there. That that is crazy. That's nasty. You didn't even we didn't throw Justin Herbert in there. Like this. Yeah. you're not about Justin Herbert. You're talking about yeah Lamar Jackson is one of MVP in this league. Stafford. So yeah, so, yeah Kyler Murray who's yeah. going to the Pro Bowl this year. I mean right now, what can't be disputed is Dak Prescott took a step back this year. I would agree. Okay, what you're expecting, he took a step back. And 
the questions going into next year are going to be fair when you say, can you become an elite quarterback who carries your team the way we're seeing these guys who took all their teams to the Final Four? And for all the criticism about Jimmy G and even how Kyle Shanahan has limited him, he didn't get a beat. Mm-mm. He didn't get a beat. He made big time throws. Yeah, when he it came down to bad it, thumb, all that. No, the guy, the guy is. It's a crazy thing. The guy's sixty minutes away from his second Super Bowl of his career. <laughs> okay, his win percentage is bad. And, and everybody's <laughs> complaining about him. Everybody, oh, we want Trey Lance. We want Trey. Hey, look, look. And, 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 Grass and people, ain't always greener. He may well not be the long term answer. Mm-hmm. Whatever he might, you know, the guy. This is the potential of this guy winning the Super Bowl. And not being a quarterback next year. I mean, that, that is there. But we cannot dispute he has been the guy there, and he made sure they didn't get beat. He wasn't yeah. Ryan Tannehill yesterday yeah. getting a beat. He wasn't Dak Prescott in the, in the game against the, in the, in the wild card game. Mm-hmm. You didn't get your part done. So the questions and the criticisms that Dak is going to get, knowing you're making $40 million, and what it also means you can't do because you're committing so much to salary cap, there's going to be an expectation when you earn those dollars. I talk about it with Tank. You earn $20 million a year. There's expectations that come with it. Mari Cooper, you earn $20 million a year. There's expectations. You need a return on your investment. Without a doubt. And if you're not getting a return on investment, then everyone has a right to say, this isn't working out. Mm-hmm. There is a problem. What's going on? When do you do your part? That's not us jumping on him. That's not us picking on him. That's just being real. And telling it like it is. Because when you when you make that type of bread, when you make that type of money, you're supposed to overcome things. I mean, look at Bro. He was in there, and his, oh, his offensive line played terrible. Nine sacks, but he was able to overcome that. You talk about Jimmy G throwing those picks, but when it came down to nut-cutting time, he was able to overcome that. Even Brady, I know he's the GOAT. He's down 27-3. <laughs> he's able to overcome that. And when you're making those type of bills, that's what's expected of you. And, and so when you look at Dak Prescott and his offense and his team in general, there's really not a lot of excuses. you got a triple threat at receiver. That's unbelievable. Your offensive line ain't what it used to be, but it ain't like the Cincinnati Bank ankles out there, and you got a running game that you know, I wish we'd use it every now and then, but we don't. Goodness. And there's just so there's not defense, really the defense is solid, <laughs> taking the football away. There's really no excuses, especially when you're making that type of break. You're supposed to overcome things like that, and he wasn't able to do that this year. That's what franchise means. When you say yeah. the word franchise, that's what you're expecting. Yeah, You've got, I mean, you just look at the Cowboys. you got a first-round receiver in Amari Cooper, a first-round receiver in C.D. Lamb, a first-round left tackle in Tyron Smith. Mm-hmm. You got a first-round guard in Zach Martin. You got a first-round running back in, in uh, Ezekiel. Does anybody else have that that's playing right now? Mm-hmm. And they all look better than we did. Yeah. <laughs> they, all look, they all look better than we did. Like, like way – for the guys that you listed, like we're going to continue to say this, when you look at those other teams around the league and you say the weapons that they have, I am not putting our weapons above – any of those teams, pretty much from from, from yesterday, or maybe mm-hmm. maybe Tampa because they they missing some guys yeah. and Antonio Brown's no longer there and, and Godwin. But other than that, I'm saying like I'm going back to T Higgins and, and Jamar Chase. All of a sudden, I'm like, man, I don't know CD and whatever. I don't know. You yeah. looking at Iuke and you looking at Debo and you like, man, I don't know Debo. <laughs> Debo is the guy. So we got to find a way to make sure that these guys who are we're we're saying are, have this potential that we're using them to maximize that potential. Now, you bring up a point that Jerry Jones talked about. What he, he basically told 105.3 The Fan, I don't watch us waste some careers here. Why watch us waste some seasons, waste some talent? And that comes to me, the whole play calling deal comes into it. Mm. Give Sean McVay all the credit in the world. I have a quarterback who won't allow me to do all the things I need to do. I need to go get a quarterback. I want Matt Stafford. They're 60 minutes away from the Super Bowl. Whether they get there or not, Sean McVay was proven right. Mm -hmm. And during that game, here it is, one more time, Cooper Cup, catching pass after pass. Now you ain't caught the game with a pass (laughs) to take you to the NFC Championship game. Mm -hmm. Calling the right plays. I mean, that that Debo Samuel run, which put him – in position to go ahead and kick the game-winning field goal. I looked at that, and then it reminded me of the Debo Samuel touchdown run, which basically broke the back of the Cowboys. <laughs> mm. Kyle Shanahan, 
putting a wide receiver who he knows has multiple talents can, can basically be a, a running back. He put him in the right position, calling the right plays for him. And even Tom Brady out here, when as the comeback goes, man, they hit, they they look up there. Jalen Ramsey, boom, one on one, go get. Yep. I mean, they're calling the play. Left, which is calling the plays, and Brady's executing. That to me, if you're a Cowboy fan, if you're watching these games, you're just sitting here saying, man. The the doggone pass Burrow to jo- Jamar Chase. That was huge. Huge. <laughs> this is a, that's the same thirty twenty three pass that they got against uh, Kansas City a, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Same same play. Hey man, mine is better than yours. So, Guard him. So you keep on you see this stuff and the Josh Allen throwing the four touchdown passes that dude. You're like I'm just, I just my, Hey man, is it that hard? You making millions of dollars? You can't. Screw up some plays for these the the this, playmaking this dudes. Is, this is why I never want to hear us go into a game again and say, "Well, the defense is taking this guy away." It is not a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not. If you are a, a, a good enough offensive coordinator, you are going to find a way to get these dudes the ball. I don't want to hear nothing about double team. Cooper Cup, Chase, triple crown, most catches, most receivers, most of all that, and you telling me this dude is out here catching all these passes because what he double team. Nah, bro. Sean McVay is figuring out ways to get this man the ball. So, so what do y'all, do y'all think? Because it wasn't always like that. You know, Rock, Dak's first couple of years, he would force feed Dez the ball. I mean, that was his guy. He was giving it to him the rock, whatever it may case, may, the case may be. So do you think it's more of Dak under center? Like, all right, let me. I got to go here. I got to go here with it. Or do you think it's more of, you know, the play calling? Like, we, we needed you to, you know, throw this guy or throw that guy the ball. When you ain't running the ball, you ain't getting no one-on-ones like that. All That's right. true, too. When you that ain't running true. the ball, when you don't have the lead yeah, leader yeah. and rusher and they got to bring aid in the box or they not mm-hmm. respecting the fact that you might run the ball, them Des Bryant passes ain't open. Yeah. Now you throwing in the two-man on that side and you and you watching Revis uh, pick it <laughs> off. Like that, like that, that, if you're not able to be balanced on offense, this is – we could keep saying it and laughing and joking like, hey, hey you got to run the ball, bro. These defensive coordinators are going to feast on you yeah, they if are. they know that you are not running the rock. So, yeah, it's – so you're unhappy with, with the play calling and what happened, how the season ended. Cowboy fans are not happy. The man who writes the checks is not happy, yep. and that is Jerry Jones. So let's hear what Jerry had to say Friday about the Cowboys, and he's not happy. We'll dive into that next on the Players' Lounge. Barry Church, Danny McCray, and Dewey Scruggs. It's DallasCowboys.com radio. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. <laughs> and if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem like me. Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Back to the Players' Lounge. Your favorite WWE superstars return to AT&T Stadium for WrestleMania on Saturday, April 2nd and Sunday, April 3rd, 2022. Get your tickets to the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history. 
Visit SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider AT&T Stadium. You are in the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. Barry Church, Danny McCray, former Dallas Cowboys safeties. I'm Newey Scruggs. I just covered the team. <laughs> Cowboys won the division. The Cowboys had basically surpassed the win total all three of us had for them this year. They won 12 football games. They went 6 no division. But they got beat at home mm-hmm. by the San Francisco 49ers. Handily. And Gerald Wayne Jones, the owner of the team, isn't happy. Friday, he spoke to 105.3 The Fan, and the penalties were something that was brought up. And by the way, before we get to that cut, I just want to let you know, this is what the penalty count was yesterday for the teams uh, in that fantastic divisional round. Cincinnati, in a win, six penalties, 46 yards. Tennessee, two penalties, 15 yards. San Francisco, in a win, five penalties, 40 yards. Green Bay, five penalties, 25 yards. The Rams, in a win, four penalties, 45 yards. Tampa Bay, four penalties, 61 yards. Kansas City, in a win. One penalty, 10 yards. Buffalo, three penalties, 15 yards. Oh, by the way, they played overtime. We have 14. 14 for 89. 14. You could add them up. We might not. (laughs) (laughs) So, here's Jerry Jones. I'm not going to get into any conversations that I've had with anybody uh, relative to uh, 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 anything to do with the staff. I understand the interest in it. Uh, but there's nothing compelling me. I've got uh, everyone under contract that I want to have under contract, and and uh, so uh, that's where we are. Only at the extent that some of these other clubs under our rules have a right to talk to somebody, do I even have to address that? Uh, you spend a lot of time. Now, let me be real clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the pet peeves I have is that I don't like this well, we've got to work on this in the off season. We've got to work on this. Uh, I don't go for that. I've been trying to push that. Uh, I want those things recognized and addressed after we play Tampa, after the first game, or after we play the sixth game. I don't want to wait until we're sitting here uh, with no season left to address these things we're doing or not doing. And so uh, all of that's in the mix here and, and a part of what I do. But uh, that's the way I do, as you know, the uh, ultimate decision on these coaches or and anywhere around here is uh, uh, one that I have to make. And so the uh, guy that you got to be, uh, not got to be, you don't have to, that you're the toughest on should be the one in the mirror. He's the one that, uh, uh, that has the uh, ultimate responsibility. And consequently, I get to operate at that guy's timeline. So that's Jerry Jones talking about the coaching staff and also his opinion about the penalties, 14 of them. Mm. Mike McCarthy said in his press conference, you know, that's the number one thing they got to work on the offense. You know, they're going to work on these penalties. Fix it. That's it? <laughs> What about your offense? Yeah, oh, 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 the O-line, oh, oh, our penalties, mm. all season, we ain't going to be back to April. Mm, better April, man. You better find out how to get your offense rolling and how to use your players that you're paying $20, $30 million. That's your number one thing. You ain't going to see these dudes until OTAs, and you ain't even going to be a team activity. So you telling me the number one thing you're going to work on is penalties in May? <laughs> They better, they better work. On. Better work on who's the coordinator. Yeah, they, they, they need to solve that problem he said, first. He said, we well, he a, talked we about. Take, it. We, okay, take, right. we take it off until May, and we are gonna work on the penalties when the dudes in the lab. We in the lab. Half the dudes getting the penalties might not even be on the squad. He was telling you, you working on penalties. Yeah, Randy Gregory may not be. <laughs> what, mm. are we, what are we doing? Mm. No, man, get your offense right. Hey, man, look at all these games. I was, I will get all my staff in here. We got to watch all these games. And we need to see what's working and what's not and why we couldn't figure out a way to use our weapons the way these dudes are using their weapons. I just have a thing in my mind when I'm seeing this dude, Trent Williams, come in motion, and it seems simple. It's creative as hell (laughs) to figure out a way to get your – it's just using your guys – to do what they do best. He is a great pulling guy. He can lead a caravan. We said the same thing about Leo Collins. Why he ain't pulling more? They find out a way to get this dude in motion. He putting all type of people on their back. 
Set them, oh, they set them down. Set them down. <laughs> set them down. <laughs> Don't make no sense. I get out there and watch it, you know, and figure out what the hell I'm going to do next nah, season. Nah, you know, Jerry got all rights to be be pissed. And it seems like he is. I mean, he's short with all these, you know, radio interviews and everything. But he has all right to be because, you know, he brought – that guy McCarthy in, who me and Nui both was on the Kool-Aid the first season, the second season going around, we I started getting on it as well. But A plus. he got all right to be upset because this is what McCarthy was brought here to do. He was brought here to get this team over the hump. He's a Super Bowl winning coach. He's been to the highest peaks of the mountain. He should be that guy. He's been in the lab. I, I'm getting this offense right. We're going to get right. Two seasons, two very disappointing seasons. You got, you know, a team that's very undisciplined right now. They were the most penalized team in all of football. Came back and bit us in the butt in the worst type of situation. And then you look at it, it's just there's no excuses. You had the number one offense. Your defense was taking the football away better than anybody in the playoffs, anybody in the regular season. Yeah. And then the the number one offense thing, though, is it's it's, context. (laughs) Rick Coslin did an excellent breakdown. Yeah. Talking about the numbers for the Cowboys this offense, it's, it's like you're averaging 40 points a game against the NFC East and 26 against everybody else. So while you were six and zero against the East, you, you basically it's almost like Oklahoma. Okay, you should have been beating on everybody in the Big 12. Now here comes the here, here comes the college football playoff, and you got you can't do nothing with the SEC. Well, don't even count two of them games. You don't don't count the Washington 50 point game. And don't count the last Philly game when the start our starters played and theirs didn't. All right, so you just minus those. So yeah, you put up fifty. That's gonna that's gonna continue yeah. to raise you up the rankings. I'm just like, like you said, twenty six against who, who was that? Uh, the Chargers, the Vikings, uh, Denver, yeah. uh, like Atlanta. Th- think about what our offense Vegas, looked like. Arizona. Think about what our offense looked like in, in some of those games. But even minus all that, and you're one in five against playoff teams. Minus all that. You still your offense was still good enough to yes, win you games absolutely. out there. Oh, absolutely. Still good absolutely. enough to win you absolutely. games out there. You had enough weapons to get it. And what did it yeah. come down to? Mismanagement of time, being undisciplined out there, penalties causing your team to punt the ball or extending other people's drives. And to me, that falls on the head coach. Yes. You got to make sure that your team is disciplined. You got to make sure you put them in the right position to win football games. You have 14 seconds. We seen what Kansas City was able to do with 13. <laughs> now they had timeouts and all that. I'll give them that. But with 14, you got to be able to make up a game plan to get your players in the right position. And he wasn't able to do that. A lot of this year, he wasn't able to do that. We saw a lot of controversial special teams calls, fourth and whatever, we're going to fake punt it, we're going to do this out in the third. So to me, a lot of that has to fall on McCarthy, and I can see why Jerry Jones is pissed off. This will happen when you ain't calling calling plays, all right? Because now everything falls on you. You can't even be like, well, at least the offense rolling. Like, I just need to figure out a way to get everything else rolling. It's like, nah, you you managing everything at this point. Mm -hmm. If you're not calling offensive plays and you don't have your mind on having to figure out what the defense is doing and all this stuff, then you should damn well be be able to to say, hey, man, look, this this is how we're going to do special teams or this is how we're going to do on defense or this is how we're going to call timeouts. You You got to have time. Time to do that. Mm. So, Jerry Jones also was asked about guys under contract because you're assuming you look at the cap situation, they're probably going to have to let some folks go or at least reduce some salaries. Mm-hmm. Mari Cooper on the books next year, 20 million bucks. Tank on the book, books next year, 20 million bucks. So, here's Jerry Jones on 105 3 The Fan talking about Amari Cooper. And no, I don't have any comment on uh, Cooper's contract. I, uh, uh, I thought that uh, the way we were playing early when we did make something happen, I thought Cooper had a big part of it. And I'm not being trite. But, I, but how, how he fits in, uh, he should take half the field with him when he runs around. Oh, half, uh, half, not half, that's an exaggeration, of course, but a whole bunch of defense ought to have to honor Cooper. Jerry, and he ought to be able to. He ought to be able to catch it in the middle of when he's when they're going with it. He's one of those kind of receivers, that's for sure. Before we let you go, others, Jerry. Others others do. You throw the people that are covered all the time in the NFL. You have to. Most people don't have the numbers of the receivers we've had. Okay. Mm-hmm. He knows. Cooper listen to the players lounge. <laughs> I, I did cross my line when I listened yeah. to him. Cooper only two one hundred yard games this year. He played 15 of them, 68 catches on 104 targets, 808 yards. The eight touchdowns that Cooper Holden did lead the Cowboys in that particular category. 
Don't forget, he ain't get stabbed up either. He missed a couple games. Yeah. Don't think, don't, don't think that's flying by the wayside in that mm-hmm. mind of my man Jerry. Please don't. Mm-hmm. So you can get out of the contract this year. Okay, the, the money's been paid. The guarantee's been paid. Do twenty million dollars next year. And, and right now, there's three guys that. If you're the Cowboys, you got to look at their contracts and ask, okay, do we pay this? One, Amari Cooper, because you can get out of it. It's not mm-hmm. going to kill you. Tank Lawrence. And do you want to bring Randy Gregory? For all the talk that we've had on this show about Randy Gregory, that's six sacks. Six sacks. Six. That's him. And if you look at it, who's those undisciplined penalties on? Randy Gregory went out there. He was tackling guys. The ball carrier over there somewhere. He tackling this guy. That, got, that was a third down. Caused the first down. So, I got to weigh these factors. I spoke before about, yeah, hey, franchise. No. I'm not saying franchise six, six acts. No. And what's the tag now for a DN? It got to be like, what, 18? It's at least 18. Yeah, it got to be. at least that. But I was looking, watching Melvin Ingram out there killing it for, for the Chiefs. Way less. The year you brought in Robert Quinn. Guy had a heck of a year. Bottom of that list for me is Amari Cooper. <laughs> and, not, and not because he can't play. One, if, as for as much as I get on Tyron Smith for being mm-hmm. injured, and not available, we find out every year that something's going on with Amari Cooper. <laughs> every year there's a reason for why and something that he's fighting through to be able to stay on the field. Nothing against him. People get injured. Yeah. But it's the same reason. It's the same thing this year. <laughs> We're going through the same thing this year. Mm-hmm. You know, So if you're going to continue to do this for a guy you're paying $20 million, and, oh, he also got 808 yards? No, man, no. Yeah, like, I understand the price tag is huge. 20 mils is huge. But then you look at it, what are we going to do outside of him? Like, you know, do you think C.D. Lamb can be that number one bona fide without any help? Like, do you get C.D. Lamb and then you maybe sign back a Seth Wilson and, and a Michael Gallup who's coming back from an ACL? Like, do you think that receiver trio could do it? If I got $20 million that I'm saving from Amari, then I can go spend 15 16 maybe another 20 on somebody who's top-notch. I don't know who's going to be out there. I don't know who's going to be out there, what trades you can make, but I'm, I'm like, listening to all that. I'm trying to figure out how I can get the guy that Jerry is talking about. They throw the, they throw the guys who cover it all the time, and these yeah. dudes are making catches. He's looking for that type of guy. Is Amari Cooper that guy to you? Let's look. I don't know if he's elite, but it's like to get to get another elite guy in here, you're gonna have to spend at least twenty. And I just don't know who out there we can. You That's know, what I'm saying. We 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 already paid twenty for somebody who you said ain't elite. He, <laughs> so yeah. go, I, I give that twenty <laughs> to somebody. Else. But I also don't think CD can go out here by himself. No, 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 no. And you, be you, that guy like Devontae Adams. I don't think he can go out here and be a Devontae Adams. Not yet in his career. Yeah, and no, I don't but, know what we're gonna get from guys. Gallup and said Wilson, you know, he's a gadget guy, but that, you know, you still got to address it. No, you still got to address I'm not saying like let CD Lamb be, yeah. be the only guy. I'm saying, but if you can save 20 and figure out somewhere else to go allocate that, if you if this is the same type of production we're going to get for a market, it's not a 20, 20 yeah. million dollar no, I, yeah, a year, you, like production. It's just, it's not. It's 808 yards. Yeah. <laughs> it's, eight, it's, eight, it's 800 yards and 17 games. It's a 17 game season now. So everybody should be padding that. <laughs> when you, it's, 800, it's 808 yards, yeah. <laughs> under 1,000. Yeah. So looking at their 2022 base salaries for next year, Dax at 20 million, Demarcus Lawrence is at 19, Amari Cooper's at 20 million, Zach Martin is at 11.8 million. Zeke is at twelve point four million. Tyron Smith is at thirteen million. Lel Collins is at ten. Can you get out of that, Ty Smith? Or has he still got some guaranteed no. in there? No, he's still got. They they pushed his contract out. Okay. Cooper's contract, and this was a very deliberate thing by the team. They didn't extend his contract out. Mm. They, they they you stay right here. Yeah. Because they clearly had in their minds, if we're going to reduce, we can go right here to Cooper, and if C.D. Lamb becomes the player we expect him to be, we've got a number one. Mm-hmm. So we can let a one go and still have a one. So okay. how, how much was Tyron's? Tyron was 13.5. That's I, his I, base. That's his base for this year. you got to reduce that. Dang. you got to let that go. He's not healthy. <laughs> yeah, you're going to pay $13 million for a dude. You're going to pay him anyways. Yeah. So, But if, if he's not – one of those guys who you could depend on to be on the field, then it's not helping you anyway. Right, here's, your, here's your dead cap hit on Tyrant. And, and this is something you just got to think about all the way here. Your dead cap hit is $12 million. So you're, you're going to, if you do that, then you're going six and six. You know, take six million this mm-hmm. year and then go into mm-hmm. next year and, and, and do it that way. Um, and then in 2023, when he's 30 years old, your cap hit is. 
Man, man, ain't even 30 yet? 8 million bucks. So, he was 20 when he got it. God damn. He was 20 when he got it. That was the third year to leave, or second year to leave when he got it. He'll be he'll be 32 years old this season coming up. So 32. Oh, 32. So so just this this is the what you have to also kind of take into account is if you cut particular player A, what's the cap hit? And where does it where does it hurt you? Yeah. And with Cooper. Because you didn't do, because the more you keep pushing the money out, the way they have for tiring, and the way you, ha- yeah, that's where you get into trouble when you want to end up cutting them. Mm-hmm. You don't have that issue with Cooper at all. But, Your dead cap hit for Cooper for 2022 is only six million dollars. So you can do three this year and three next year. But, but for Tyron, like I said, if you release him and his dead cap is whatever, six, 12, you're still saving yeah. seven. It, it, it's 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 it, yeah, but I'm just saying it's you, it's, it's, it's twelve yet. million. So you do six this year and you do that's they'll but spread you'll it. Say, but you'll save seven. Because he was gonna make thirteen, yeah, right for, for, you for know, the one year, yeah, yeah, for the year. yeah. Which I mean, yeah, you better see what you got. It's gonna be a real one after that. So, but when you just look in terms of we are saving money for next year, the twenty million from Cooper is gonna be very appealing. The nineteen from Demarcus Lawrence is also gonna be very appealing. I don't think you can touch D. Law. Yes, though. you can. Yes, you can. I don't think you can. Because if you look at it, he's the only guy outside of Parsons on that defensive line that's that's been kind of kind of consistent, at least when you're talking about getting pressure and taking the ball away. How many games he play? He, he was hurt. I'll give you that. Well, he was hurt. He was hurt. Okay. But when he came back, the man was on fire. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. ain't like he, you know, who, who played outside of him, you, outside of Parsons, who played better than him on the defensive did side you, of football? Did you see him? Did, did he sack anybody? Did he give you an Aaron Donald-like performance? Did anybody on that defense? <laughs> uh, well, he, but he's making more than anybody on defense, though. Uh, but but I don't, if, you get, if you reduce him, and just to say you reduce, if he accepts it, if he accepts the reduce out, who are you going gonna to put Randy, give who it to Randy Gregory? 20, who else is paying him 20 million bucks? Who else paying D-Law? Somebody will pay D-Law 20 mil. No. no Somebody will pay no, D-Law 20 yeah, I think yeah, you get no close. Way. No, they will not. Look, at the end of the day. Uh, a, I a, health, think same, a healthy D-Law is worth the 20. It like, it, but, it, but, but I go back to what you were just saying about Amari Cooper. I, I could put that same thing there. There's something's always wrong. I'm paying 20, so, 20 million bucks and there's something always wrong. And you're not there. He has not been the same player since he signed the contract. Be it through injury or available, he's not been the same guy. I'm still so, giving so, Mulligans. Yeah. So I'm sitting up here now with the ability to look at basically $40 million with two dudes. If I don't pay these guys that $40 million, can I go out here and plug in these holes? No, they may not be Pro Bowl players. Guys who have Pro Bowl resumes the way Tank Lawrence and Amari Cooper have. But this is where I'm going to try and depend on my coaches and say, let's find some people that fit. That's just a lot of money. I mean, Bill Belichick is a guy who specializes in letting dudes go, and we're going to plug in some people here. Stephon Gilmore didn't play this year. They we, made the playoffs. I'm not we do t- not have a Bill Belichick. I'm not touching You got a Will McClay. I ain't touching, D- <laughs> no, I ain't touching D-Law money, but I'm, I, I, I'm, me, and, me and Cooper having a conversation. And yeah, Coop go, yeah. needs to go have a conversation He's, with Kellen Moore. So you're, you're going to pay D-Law his money next year, $19 million. By the way, by the way, that's what culture for the past rushers. Yeah. Um, the cap hit is twenty-seven million dollars. The dead cap hit is nineteen. So um, he ain't gonna release him. Yeah, like, you, like, he he got you. He got you because like, you can't release him. If you really gonna put Basham in there, Doris Armstrong. I mean, it's just if you if you release him, there's no solution there unless you put Parsons there full time. But then who's gonna play a linebacker? LVE. I, I think both guys. Could be gone. Mm. I think both guys could be gone legitimately. Mm. I think both guys could legitimately be gone because you're talking about the numbers and the production. And Jerry even said in that interview, you know, we we didn't waste some careers here. We paid some folks and wasted some wasted some careers here. I just don't see how they can keep sustaining it forward when you got so many other pieces that you got to fit and some other guys you got to bring back. Um, Let's take a break here. Some news over the weekend uh, from NFL Network concerning Sean Payton and why it can affect the Cowboys. We'll dive into that next on the Players Launch brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. (laughs) And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem. 
like me. Not available in every state. Based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. All state bar and casualty insurance company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back to the Players' Lounge. Dewey Scruggs, Barry Church, Danny mm-hmm. McCray. We are the Players' Lounge. All right. I added it up. It is $2.85 million for the seven games that uh, D-Law played this year. 2.8, you said? 2.8. 2.8. There's got to be a reduction in salary. He broke his foot. I mean, gonna, yeah. Right, right. But there's going to be a reduction in salary. There's going to be a reduction in salary. Uh, Cooper, this one, right now, there's a reduction in salary for, for Tank Lawrence. Cooper is most likely not here because you've got to fill holes on your football team. And... Randy Gregory will not be franchised. That's what I'm going with. It's the right same now. tank that told him to pay me my money. Yeah. <laughs> no, baby, uh, uh, I don't know. That's going to be a discussion they have to have. But if I'm looking at my defense, I'm saying I think that we have a chance to have a damn good defense if we can keep some of the correct pieces in place. Mm-hmm. And I think D-Law is one of those pieces. When you look at some of these teams who have a fearsome defensive line, I don't think you want to go backwards in losing a tank and possibly a Randy. Six sacks or not, you see guys who have who, who have getting who have gotten better this season. And I don't think you want to take a step back and be like, what are we gonna do with our defensive line? Because that is a huge part of you being able to get interceptions and turnovers by having those type of guys. Uh for me, look, D Law, I think, you know, I don't think they touch his bread. But when you talk about Coop and and, uh, and Gregory, Coop, I, I would if if we had I just think it's soup I get nervous because I don't know what we're gonna do if he if he if he's gone. Let's just say he's he's gone next year. Do we really think CD gonna be that guy? I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And then you you look at it. You know, maybe we can get a we can sign Michael Gallup back on a one year kind of prove it type deal. Maybe get somebody in the slot or resign said Wilson. But I just don't know if CD can be that guy that can carry this whole wide receiver unit. I'm not so sure about that. So that's what makes me nervous about Coop. Randy Gregory, on the other hand, that's a toss up to me. Because we've seen him come in here and we've seen him be on fire at the defensive end position. We've seen him come in here and three force for three force three force fumbles in one game. And we've seen him get pressure. But you're right, Nui, towards that latter half, only six sacks. Only six sacks. And if you franchise tag him, that's at least 18 million. So that's a lot going against your cap. So to me, Randy Gregory and Cooper are the interesting ones. If I gotta, you know, die on the sword right now, I'm saying Coop is gone and they franchise Gregory. But that's a slippery slope, man. Let me let me add on because you know what we didn't talk about is what Jerry Jones actually said about Amari Cooper. What he said was Amari Cooper should be taking half the like defenses should be having to plan for this guy, which means what he's seeing on tape is defenses aren't having having to mm. do that. Like they do not fear the guy who we are, are are calling our number one receiver. So he's he's also saying I don't see the production. Outside of what Kellen Moore is, he's saying I don't see the fear factor from other defensive coordinators that I think we should for a guy paying twenty million dollars. He's he should be taking half of the defense is what he said. Mm-hmm. Like it's so 
he, he's not seeing it. And Jerry Return Jones is watching film. Return on investments, what he's talking about here. And, and that's, that's legitimate. Uh, attention, Cowboy fans. There is a new official raise for the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Shave Logic is a proud Cowboy sponsor, and they're going to offer Cowboy fans a special upgrade for a limited time. Visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now. So, here's something you got to also talk about as we're talking about personnel. Who can be coordinators? Yeah. I don't expect Dan Quinn to be back as the defensive coordinator. The Baltimore Ravens have asked to interview your defensive um, secondary coach, Joe Witt, to be their defensive coordinator. Kellen Moore has also been out here getting head coaching opportunities as well. So it's going to be a very interesting thing to see exactly what's going to happen with uh, the Dallas Cowboys in terms of the coaching positions. Speaking of coaching, Ian Rappaport of NFL.com spoke about Sean Payton who has not committed to being the head coach of the Saints next year. Mm. Currently on vacation. He's like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. He better not. That quarterback mm. problem they got up there. And that here's what Sean could potentially do. Do a mini retirement. Like, hey, Saints, thanks. I'm good. I'm going to walk away from three years, $45 million. I'm done. Sit out a year, do some TV, chilling, then go back and coach. Mm, just so he can come up is, there. Is, is Sean Payton listening to this? I've been seeing him tweet about it and everything. Oh, he, 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 he loves that Sean Payton. Payton on the line. Yeah, he want that. What are we going to do about this year? That's what we know. So, <laughs> he know, so, when, we know he'll go in the lab because we know people going to the lab these days on the, on the year off. He's going he to call placement again? All right, go ahead. So, so you've had, okay, people say, well, you know what? Cut McCarthy, uh, bring in Dan Quinn. Um, Jason Lock and Forrest said, you know, uh, Jerry Jones could fire McCarthy and hire Kellen Moore as head coach. I'm like, that ain't happening. But here's the thing we know. Jerry wanted to get Sean Payton before. Wanted to. Mm-hmm. One year tried to pursue him, couldn't do it, and he brought back Jason Garrett. So he's looked into this before. Sean Payton has also had eyes for the Cowboys through back channels. Okay? So – at what point in time <laughs> do you just go ahead and do this? Jerry's seventy nine years old, okay? He ain't waiting a year. Okay, you're seventy nine years old. So instead of the Saints getting nothing for Sean Payton and Sean Payton just retiring bird dogging, why don't you just go ahead and offer these people a first round pick? Hey man, look, here's our first round pick. Give us this coach. Sean, come on down here. Here's our team. Please fix it. <laughs> <laughs> fix this house. What was some of those show, them shows that you see? We must Robert? protect this house. Fix the house or rest, restoration, Next whatever. Time. So are you saying <laughs> Killing Moore is gone then? That's what he's trying to say. I think, <laughs> I, think like, I think it's an easy fix in this house. I think there are some pieces that you need to get on the offensive line, and I think you have an issue with your offensive coordinator at this point. You're either going to make sure that he runs the type of stuff that will get you a return on investment and make this team be more balanced, or – you let your head coach be the uh, play caller. I don't, like I, it, it, it seems a little simple to me. Maybe it's too simple, but that's where I'm going. I'm not waiting for Sean Payton for a year, though. Yeah, I mean, you already heard Jerry <laughs> yeah. talking about we wasting careers. Yeah. He ain't going to wait another year. But, but I, I told you to fix. Go, oh, trade trade for him? Get him a little trade? You your first up? Yeah, I don't know. What was our first round? 24th pick? 24th, mm-hmm. I need so you ain't going to so, get a top left tackle, though, at 24. Well, we looked at we looked at the mock draft, and they had a lot of all, they had some good decent some offensive good. linemen who were, who were well, post, supposed to be getting picked okay. around when we were at. But what do we know? I mean, we saw what Sean Payton did this year. Okay, Hurricane and put you out of your spot. You got to come over here to Dallas-Fort Worth. You practicing at TCU. You practicing at Jerry World. Then you got to go play a game in Jacksonville. You play four quarterbacks. This team almost made the playoff. This man knows how to coach. Yep, I give him that. If you get Sean Payton, you keeping Amari Cooper because Michael Thomas went out there and, and looked like a straight monster running slant routes. <laughs> okay, so so this is a man who, to me, in my opinion, if I'm giving up a first round, you give it up for a difference maker. This is a man who can make a difference. This is also a man who you, Jerry, you've not you've lusted after from afar. Jerry's lusted after two dudes: Norv Turner. Sean Payton. And Des Bryant. Because he thought about him in the show. <laughs> to my coaches. <laughs> because they both got away. I know, yeah. I know. I'm just Because they both got away. North Turner almost got the job. But North Turner said, Jason ain't calling no plays. I'm going to call plays. And Jerry's like, no. I already put, a con- put in Jason's contract. He can call the plays. North Turner messed it up. So he hired Wade Phillips. But you're 79 years old. You just simply go to the Saints and say, look, he's leaving. 
Okay? He's leaving you. Get something for him. Only, only way I go with that. Because <laughs> your cap is messed up. Get something for him. Only way I go with that is if Peyton can make the difference that Quinn made on defense. Like, if, if, if Peyton can make that turnaround, Barry. then I'm all for it. Oh, ain't no can. He will. Barry. Uh, we, but but, but you, cannot have, you cannot have Sean Peyton and Kellen Moore here. No, 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 no. One guy. Go. Sean Payton ain't gonna be with that. Gonna, I'm calling these plays. Are we in this fantasy with Newley now? Like, what we? Yeah. Talking, it ain't happening. Yeah. It's talking, not no. happening. It's You're definitely not. Let's happening. talk about what can really happen this season. This, all right, let's talk about that, what can really happen. Could. We were talking about Joe Witt possibly leaving. If he's mad, Dan Quinn possibly leaving. Who who are we gonna get a defensive coordinator if both of those guys That's decide that? McAdoo going too. McAdoo out of there too. He gone too. So did he get the job? He got, then he got hired as an yeah, OC. Yeah, he got hired, hired as an offensive coordinator somewhere. For the Panthers. Panthers, that's what it was, yeah. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> that boy want that pay. If you, if no you are 79 years old, why are you waiting? You're mad at your head coach. Just don't get on the radio and tell me you're mad. Do something. Mm. What can you do? It's laid out here for you. Now, you think Sean – okay, Sean Payton is a smart guy because he worked for Parcel, so he, he understands this whole media <laughs> thing. You think they just – Put that out there. I heard that whole story a week before. The whole story. <laughs> heard it the week before. Actually, before kickoff of the Cowboy 49er game. Heard the whole Sean Payton. Do. This guy's putting it out here. He's letting it know. I'm done with you. Cap situation bad. Quarterback situation bad. Hey, man, I did the best I could. Almost made the play. I'm good, though. I'm good. Time for me to roll on. Now, I also know this about Sean Payton. Sean Payton want to go to the Hall of Fame. What is one thing you can do that nobody in the Pro Football Hall of Fame as a head coach has ever done? Won a Super Bowl with two different franchises. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. He's trying to compete with me, Church. He's trying to compete with me because I called Dan Quinn in here last year (laughs) in January. I said Dan Quinn should be here. And now he's trying to do the same thing. But he's going to make us wait a year. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't Ain't no way we're going to trade no pick for that. Ain't ain't happening. That's me, Nui. That's me. You can't take mine, okay? You got uh, Negro Domus over there. Dan Quinn was a free agent. (laughs) (laughs) Just ain't happening. I'm not. Who's going to be our defensive coordinator if we lose both those guys? George Edwards. Now I have who's the linebacker coach. Yes, I have heard the name uh, Mike Zimmer. That's what I heard. But to me, Mike Zimmer. Yeah. I would be very much. I would want to be on the page of trying to keep what I can. And look, okay, I'm gonna throw this out here too, guys. Goes back to what I've been talking about. If you do lose this, if you because your D line coach is probably gonna go with Quinn. Depending on his contract, but mm-hmm. most likely because because he can bring him on as a defensive coordinator, and then he can get out. Mm-hmm. But if you lose massive amounts of your defensive staff here, that makes Sean Payton even more appealing. You gonna bring in his guys? Bring in Dennis Allen, who uh, I think he went to LD Bell High School. So look, there's options. I'm just saying. <laughs> he's he's got a lot to think about. Who Jerry? About Sean Payton? Uh, he about the, whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. I'm talking about your coaches who's leading. Oh, yeah. You okay. yeah, yeah, got a lot yeah, to think yeah. about. He ain't thinking about Sean Payton nah. this year. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can count. He's not thinking about Sean Payton. Maybe next year. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe next year. Okay. But I, he, McCarthy going to be back. Okay, I'm saying. McCarthy going to be I'm back. I'm saying, be just, it'd be just, you know, this could end up just like my Super Bowl you picks. You were dreaming man. about this last night. It'd end up just like my Super Bowl picks. And all of a sudden, I made something in September. <laughs> next thing I know, it's hanging around. <laughs> it's still hanging around here. He's going to let McCarthy right? go down with the ship. It was, I, I picked the 49ers in Kansas City to make the Super Bowl. It, that, that could happen. It could. It, it could happen. It could happen. It could happen. It could happen. At least 50% of it can happen. Because that San Francisco just lost the, uh, I mean, just beat the Rams, didn't it? Twice this Twice year. Twice this year. The they got their number, man. I think, I think uh, Sean McVay's like one in five or yeah. one in seven, something like that. And then the Bengals got to go to Kansas City uh, this time. Yeah. So, so, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. But uh, obviously, the owner is upset. They got 21 free agents. You're not bringing back the same football team with 21 free agents. No, especially defensively. And with two coordinators having multiple head coaching interviews. And now you've got you know, one, well, offensive assistant Ben McAdoo's gone, um, possibly losing Joe Witt. You, you've got some serious changes that are going to be happening for this football team, this organization. Okay, one last question. Okay. So do you feel differently now? Because I looked over there last week and I said, Jerry mean business this time. He upset. He's not playing with these dudes because he said this is the most talent that he's seen and this is probably the most disappointed that he's going to be if we don't make a deep run into the playoff, possibly Super Bowl. The way he sounds now, do you do you feel any differently about 
him actually being for real about making some changes if, if it didn't go the way that he expected it to go? Part of me wonders what's theater in terms of, hey, I'm just going to let everybody tell everybody I'm mad here. Mm-hmm. Coaches make me, you know, because you know, we can all say things. What do you mean? What are you going to do? And to me, if you really are upset, you've got an option to actually fix your problem. There's an option that's out there. It's a matter of whether or not you, Jerry, the businessman, want to go make it work. So you do feel differently? You think he's serious? I think he'll have a serious I, – I believe there'll be a serious back conversation with Sean Payton. And then it's a matter of getting it towards Gail, Gail Benson of the Saints. Okay. Because if Sean Payton is going to quit, yeah. if he's going to quit, and I'm the Saints. That's a big if, though. But if Sean Payton says I'm going to retire, if he says I'm going to retire, I'm just telling you right now. I go to Jerry. If I'm Jerry, I go, hey, look, before, before you get nothing, let me give you something. Big Newton, who we, who we, need, to, who we need to be the, the head coach here, man? Oh, you ain't going to say nothing? You going to come in the studio and not say nothing, Big Newton? You got to give us something. Love y'all. Just want, just want opinions that I can share with others. Go ahead on. I'm sorry. So, so who is it? Your mic's on now. Now nah, you got to say something now. The mic's on. I said, I'm just going to listen to these great minds and share, you know, share these opinions in my next Big show. Big Newton, they, give it, they ain't going to give us nothing, Big Newton. <laughs> So I, I just I just finished wrapping this up. He here. said Sean Payton is going to be the next head coach here this year. They said we should trade. He said we should trade our first round, 20, first round draft pick. Bring Payton in here and let him let him do work. What you think, man? You think it's possible? You think They're it's- not going to give up any control uh, personnel wise, so that would not work. Because because Payton want that he want that control. He has to have that. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. There yep. you go. You heard it. You heard it from the Hall of Fame myself. Right, you heard it. Yep. Super Bowl chip. Yeah, yeah. Was it six times Bowl? You heard it. Shut that down. Bow. Shut him down. Sorry, Nui. He crushed him. He crushed him. <laughs> I saw a tear. Get out the studio, Nate. I'm 79 years old. I'm running out of time. I'll give some concessions to get what I want. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, eleven o'clock. <laughs> That's what I'm. Saying. Thank you, thank you, Nate. Yeah. Thanks for bringing thank you. in there, Nate. Uh, uh, for Nate Newton, Barry Church. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm Maurice Scruggs. This is playing. I just want to sit out, man. Next this... Monday. I'm yes, sorry. Nah, you good. You're this good. has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?